0: and welcome to Revitalise, the Everyday Audio Bible, with me, your host, Julie Lincoln. Today we'll be reading from Genesis 15, Psalm 15 and Matthew 15. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your mercy, for your faithfulness to us and for your timing. Father, I thank you that we have lived yet another day in a world full of chaos and and bad news and grief and slander and and murder and duplicity father thank you that you the lord are one and everything that you say you do you're a promise keeper but father and nothing is too difficult for you father as i read your word would you help me to walk in love and to walk in truth and to walk in the authority that you died for me to have And Father, I also ask you through the power of the Holy Spirit that you would extend that grace, even more abundant grace, to those who are listening, those who are far off and those who are near to your bosom. Holy Spirit, you are my God and my friend, and I thank you for your comfort that you've provided for me today, for your revelations that you've given to me, for your wisdom, for your guidance, for um, fulfilling your promise as a spirit of promise. And I entrust my day to you. I release and surrender myself and my reputation and I make myself nothing so that you will be glorified as people listen to your word. Today, may they be transformed and may they truly see you for who you are in your absolute truth, which is your word. In Jesus' name, amen. Genesis 15. After these things... The word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Do not be afraid, Abraham, I am your shield. Your reward for obedience shall be very great. Abram said, Lord God, what reward will you give me since I am leaving this world childless? And he who will be the owner and heir of my house is this servant, Eliezer, from Damascus. And Abram continued, Since you have given no child to me, one, a servant born in my house is my heir then behold the word of the lord came to him saying this man eliezer will not be your heir but he who shall come from your own body shall be your heir and the lord brought abram outside his tent into the night and said, Look now towards the heavens, and count the stars, if you are able to count them. Then he said to him, So numerous shall your descendants be. Then Abram believed in, affirmed, trusted in, relied on, remained steadfast to the Lord. And he counted, credited it to him as righteousness, doing right in regards to God and man. And he said to him, I am the same Lord who brought you out of Ur of the Chaldeans, to give you this land as an inheritance but Abram said Lord God by what proof will I know that I will inherit it so God said to him bring me a three-year-old heifer a three-year-old female goat a three-year-old ram a turtle dove and a young pigeon so Abram brought all these to him and cut them down the middle and laid each half opposite the other but he did not cut the birds The birds of prey swooped down on the carcasses, but Abram drove them away. When the sun was setting, a deep sleep overcame Abram, and a horror, terror, shuddering fear and nightmare, a great darkness overcame him. God said to Abram, Know for sure that your descendants will be strangers, living temporarily in a land, Egypt, that is not theirs, where they will be enslaved and oppressed for four hundred years. But on that nation whom your descendants will serve, I will bring judgment, and afterward they will come out of that land with great possessions. As for you, you shall die and go to your fathers in peace. You shall be buried at an old age. Then in the fourth generation, your descendants shall return here to Canaan, the land of promise, for the wickedness of the, and the guilt of the Amorites is not yet complete or finished. When the sun had gone down and a deep darkness had come, there appeared a smoking brazier and a flaming torch, which passed between the divided pieces of the animals. On the same day, the Lord made a covenant, promise, pledge with Abram, saying, "To your descendants I have given this land, from the river of Egypt to the great Euphrates, the land of the Canaanites and the Kesinites, the Kenizzites and the Kadmonites." and the Hittites, and the Perizzites, and the Rephaim, the Amorites, and the Canaanites, and the Girgashites, and the Jebusites. Psalm 15, a description of a citizen of Zion, a Psalm of David. O Lord, who may lodge as a guest in your tent who may dwell continually on your holy hill. He who walks with integrity and strength of character and works righteousness and speaks and holds truth in his heart. He does not slander with his tongue, nor does evil to his neighbor, nor takes up a reproach against his friend. In his eyes, an evil person is despised, but he honors those who fear the Lord and obediently worship him with awe-inspired reverence and submissive wonder he keeps his word even to his own disadvantage and does not change it for his own benefit. He does not put out his money at interest to a fellow Israelite and does not take a bribe against the innocent. He who does these things will never be shaken. Matthew 15, then some Pharisees and scribes from Jerusalem came to jesus and said why do your disciples violate the tradition the religious laws handed down by the jewish elders for your disciples do not ceremonially wash their hands before they eat and he replied to them why also do you violate the commandment of god for the sake of your tradition handed down by the elders for god said through moses honor your father and mother and he who speaks evil or insults or treats improperly father or mother is to be put to death but you say if anyone says to his mother to his father or mother whatever or resource that i have that would help you is already dedicated and given to god he is not to honor his father or his mother by helping them with their need so by this you have invalidated the word of god depriving it of force and authority and making it of no effect for the sake of your tradition handed down by the elders You hypocrites, play-actors, pretenders, rightly did Isaiah prophesy of you when he said, The people honour me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. But in vain do they worship me, for they teach as the doctrines the precepts of men. After Jesus called the crowd to him, he said, Listen and understand this. It is not what goes into the mouth of a man that defiles and dishonours him, but what comes out of the mouth. This defiles and dishonours him. Then the disciples came and said to Jesus, Do you know that the Pharisees were offended when they heard you say this? He answered, Every plant which my heavenly father did not plant will be torn up by the roots. Leave them alone. They are blind guides leading blind followers. If a blind man leads a blind man, both will fall into a pit. Peter asked him, Explain this parable about what defiles a person to us. And he said, Are you still so dull and unable to put things together? Do you not understand that whatever goes into the mouth passes into the stomach and is eliminated? But whatever word comes out of the mouth comes from the heart. And this is what defiles and dishonors the man. For out of the heart come evil thoughts, plans, murder, murders, adultery, sexual immoralities, thefts, false testimony, slanders, verbal abuse, irreverent speech, blaspheming. These are the things which defied and dishonoured the man, but eating with ceremonially unwashed hand does not defile the man. After leaving them, Jesus withdrew to the district of Tyre and Sidon, and a Canaanite woman came from that district and began to cry out urgently, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David, Messiah. My daughter is cruelly possessed by a demon. But he did not say a word in answer to her. And his disciples came and asked him repeatedly send her away because she keeps shouting out after us he answered i was commissioned by god and sent only to the lost sheep of the house of israel but she came and began to kneel down before him saying lord help me and he replied it is not good appropriate or fair to take the children's bread and throw it out to the pet dogs she said yes lord But even the pet dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the young master's table. (laughs) Then Jesus answered her, Woman, your faith and your personal trust and confidence in my power is great. And it will be done for you as you wish. And her daughter was healed from that moment. Jesus went on from there and passed along by the eastern shore of the Sea of Galilee. Then he went up on the hillside and was sitting there. And great crowds came to him, bringing with them the lame, crippled, blind, mute, and many others. And they put them down at his feet, and he healed them. So the crowd was amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the crippled restored, the lame walking, and the blind seeing. And they praised and glorified the God of Israel. Then Jesus called his disciples to them and said, I feel compassion for the crowd because they have been with me now three days and have nothing left to eat and i do not want to send them away hungry because they may faint from exhaustion on the way home the disciples said to him where are we to get enough bread in this isolated place to feed so large a crowd and jesus asked them how many loaves of bread do you have they replied seven and a few small fish He directed the crowd to sit down on the ground, and he took the seven loaves and the fish. And when he had given thanks, he broke them and started giving them to the disciples. And the disciples gave them to the people, and they all ate and were satisfied. And they gathered up seven full baskets of broken pieces that were left over. Among those who ate were 4,000 men, not counting women and children. Then Jesus sent the crowds away, got into the boat and went to the district of Magadan. This is the word of the Lord. Let's pray. Father, I'm, I'm always so moved when I read the story of the woman that came and begged and said, even the crumbs of the master can be thrown to the dogs to eat because sometimes we go through life and we feel like we've been trampled on, cast aside, treated like these dogs underneath the table but your great love towards us is the ultimate leveller. And anybody, anybody who confesses the Lord Jesus Christ in their heart and with their mouth as Lord will indeed be saved at that moment in time. And I thank you that your grace is abounding and available to all of mankind, every man, every woman, every child, and that your spirit will indeed be poured upon sons and daughters and that they would dream dreams again in spite of what's happening. There is slander, there is abuse, there is murder, there are adulteries, there are all types of sexual immoralities, perversions, child trafficking, human trafficking, pornography, slavery. Father, the list of things that you detest are endless, but your love is without time and your mercy is without time. And so, Father, I ask you in keeping with your word and in keeping with your promise, As you promised Abraham and as he relied on you and believed in you and trusted completely in you, I do the same today and ask you to have your perfect way, not just in my own life, in the life of my loved ones, but in the lives of those who are listening. May people call on the name of the Lord again. May people rely on you again, trust in you again. Those who do not yet believe, may they experience the love of God through faith in Jesus Christ today. Father, people don't always talk about the second miracle, but actually it's just as important because it's the sustained divine power of the living God. Because if you can do something once, people may be impressed. But if you can do it twice, three times, four times, and continue to heal the sick, continue to raise the dead, continue to open the eyes of the blind, this is enough proof that Jesus was the Christ and the only begotten son of you, Father. So I ask you today that, not just for miracles, but for faith, that people would see Jesus Christ for who he truly is and indeed be saved. You are my God and you are my friend and I know how much you love me and I also love you and I give this time to you, this is scripture reading as a gift to your children that they may see you and live. Have your perfect way in us all today, in Jesus' name, Amen. Now I'm going to hand you over to Naya, who will lead you in a prayer of salvation. Please listen to each line and repeat um, after her. Thank you, Naya.
1: Lord Jesus, thank you for giving your life for me me and forgiving me of my sins so I can have a personal relationship with you. I am sincerely sorry for the mistakes I've made, and I know I need you to help me live right. Your word says in Romans 10, verse 9, If you acknowledge and confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I believe you are the Son of God and I confess you as my Saviour and Lord. Take me just as I am and work in my heart making me the person you want me to be. I want to live for you, Jesus, and I am so grateful to, grateful to you for giving me a fresh start in a new life with you today. I love you, Jesus. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. Thank you so
1: much, Naya and Jaden.
0: Now, if that was your first time playing the tale of salvation, we would like to warmly welcome you into the family of God. It's the best decision that you'll ever make and um, (laughs) I would like to encourage you to join your local church online, read your Bible every single day, listen to music that glorifies God, surround yourself with um, other believers, like-minded people, people proclaiming Jesus Christ as Lord and just remember that you are absolutely loved and so valued and you made the best decision today to follow Christ. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Bye.